do it. Symphony Orchestra. So yeah, we, we got the Duchess. Yeah, very, but like I told you, this was a cock tease, big man. time, man. Yeah, that's all. That was her one line. I know. Stop this. I didn't for a second. I thought, did she? Was she even gonna talk in this? I know. And then it was just the one line. But we got a regal nod. Yeah, too. we did. Oh, she stole the show. <laughs> Wearing the tortellini hair, full regal Duchess. Ah, beautiful. So how you doing? Good. What's going on here? Not much. So we recorded the episode that released today last night. You're going out of town. Yes. So we're doing back to back. I got Tigger coming here in a couple hours. So we're going to like blaze through this one. Yeah. Um, so this will be more of a truncated. We always say that we're going to try to cut back on these intros. Yeah. But I think we're going to forcibly do it this, this time. time. Sure. Yeah. We're just. Well, and actually, and not a whole lot has happened. Well, there was something that in happened the course today. of the day. What? Uh, but I'm wearing I got the the uh, metal chair. Because my chair broke. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was reading, uh, I read the High Republic comics today, (laughs) downtime (laughs) at work, and I was leaning back, and the chair just (laughs) right from underneath me, like, fucking planted right on my back. You could have used this one. No, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know. I I went to Target, and I was looking around. I was like, nah, I'm just going to go with the metal chair for now. All right. I might have an extra office chair. I, I want to get one of those really cool gaming ones that are like neon yellow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I want to get real serious. Like a sports car. Yeah. <laughs> bucket seats in your office. I'll probably get it on Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's just running everything now. Sure. Target just had two, you know? And I was just like, no. Well, office chairs are like ridiculously expensive. They are. nice ones. Yeah. It's crazy. Until you need one, you have no idea how expensive they well, that are. That one I got at Target. Like, I don't know, six months ago, and it was 80 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's kind of spending, but it was nice. But then I got really mad at work one day, and I did like a power bomb on it. Yep. And so, like, one of the plastic handles broke. So it was kind of loose. And then as I leaned back on it more and more, it slowly was just like ripping away. <laughs> sure. And then today it was just unexpected. Just the plastic snapped, and I just fucking planted. Yeah. Ooh. Well, and that's even, I'm talking about once you get to the upper echelon. Oh, yeah. Of I mean, you can spend chairs. $500 on these. Those Herman things. Miller chairs are like 1200 bucks. I don't know why. It's crazy. No, I was, I just glanced at Amazon. You can get like one of the cool looking ones for like 60, 70 bucks. Yeah. Ooh. Well, and speaking of which, so those Herman Miller ones, mm-hmm. the, the like mesh, like back and seat. Yeah. Um, they were like one of the first like modern office chairs. Sure. They they're crazy expensive. Used, they typically sell bet- for between like 300 and 450 bucks. Um and I needed a, a new office chair a while back, so I did a lot of research. Um but I f- I figured out and there's a couple of people on Reddit that 
pointed this out. You can just go on Craigslist and mm-hmm. Facebook, and if you just type in chair and look for the most oh, recent that's stuff, right. yeah. you can comb through, and some people don't realize what they have, and they're just like, yeah, this is a mesh, mesh office chair. So I actually picked up two Herman Miller chairs <laughs> really? a few months ago, and I ended Did up- Did you pick- flip one? No, I'm going to. They're okay. still in my garage. I need to like wipe them down and okay. make them look nice, but- I bought. I got them both for sixty bucks each. And there were how much are the resale? On I could those? sell them for like three hundred, three fifty. Jesus. Yeah. What's so good about them? I don't know. They're just. A, they're a fancy brand. It's a luxury brand item. I'm gonna have to go on Craigslist. Yeah. Maybe I can pull a slippery peat on some of these people. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But anyway, welcome to the Clone Cast. Yeah, the Clone Cast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. There we go. Yeah, we did it. There hey. we go. Were we supposed to do it sooner than that? Nah, that's fine. I don't know. That's two episodes in a row that we actually I know. said our names and this the name of the show. Yeah. Very exciting. Do we want to go premise to? We talk 20 minutes of bullshit and then yeah. get into the episode. Then we get into the episode. We're, we're watching the Clone Wars chronologically. Yes. Um, we're on season four. Your first time? My first time through. I think my third or fourth. Maybe I'll just write a preamble that I can read yeah. every time with a little more oomph. You well, know? and what about, so we're in season four, and what are just, what are your thoughts on the series so this? far? What is I'm this? I'm just wondering. I, we haven't actually talked about the whole thing yeah, in drop quite this a bit. on me. Give me. I have to give a summation of it? No, just like your overall opinion. Ahsoka good, yeah. Anakin bad. There you go. Okay. Yeah, right. he's a real annoying asshole. <laughs> he sucks. I, Eliza uh, tweeted on Twitter, like, Anakin, it was some, she quote tweeted, it was like something about, like, uh, one of your, name your least popular Star Wars opinion, or one of the most controversial, which is like, Anakin sucks 99.9% of the time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so that, that I, I, I think that might be a little high. I would say it's 95% of the time he's borderline insufferable. That's my that's my take so far. That's yeah. my hot take. But Ahsoka's great. Obi Wan's great. Um, I are you happy that we started upon this adventure? Oh before? yeah. <laughs> no, this has been great. We've been talking about doing a podcast for a long time, and here we are. Yeah. I can't. I I I can't imagine life without it now. Yeah. I it's, feel I feel like we've turned a corner when it comes to quality. In, oh yeah. In the Clone Wars too. Oh, it's picking up. Even our low <laughs> yeah. energy episodes were still hitting home runs. Yeah. Like last night was kind of low energy. Yeah, but. We still did fine. still had fun. Oh, yeah. Thorin Historian probably ate it up. You know? Oh, yeah. If oh, it wasn't for yeah. that cat hitting that screen, we'd yeah. been doomed. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we did get some emails to come in. We're going to cover them in a future record, though, probably next Thursday's episode when we have a little more time and we're yeah. not so pressed for time. Yep. So uh, Daryl wrote in. Uh, Thorin Historian also yeah, wrote yeah. in. Um, Michael. Yes, the Elk. Yeah. Ilk Speaks, yep. that's how I know him. It's Ilk Speaks, and I thought, like, is he related to Eel Gnome? <laughs> He's like the Ilk. And the, yeah. Um, so we'll read those in coming episodes. I don't know, maybe we'll do them all in one shot on next record on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. We're just really cramped for time today, so it's just going to be a truncated episode. Yeah. So speaking of which, do you want to just get into listener appreciation? No, I think we could do that. It's only because I'm so in love. No, <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you.
You're stuck with me, Sky. All right, listener appreciation. This is the quickest we've ever gotten into listener appreciation. That's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, of course, the Holy Trinity, Depressed Kenobi, also part of the OCD Club, apparently. So, oh yeah, yeah, kindred spirits. Uh, the Athorian historian. Why don't we do it in the road? And of course, the president of Norway, the one, the only. You know him. You love him. You'll know. You'll know. Yada-da. Uh, Eliza, a.k.a. Drop a Magic on Twitter. Jaily, the official artisan of the pod. You are a bold one on Twitter. Celine and Perry, the Parisian princess. Jules, El Davio on Twitter. Liv, Darth Klink Darth on Link. Twitter. Uh, and of course, who could forget? Traveling through hyperspace in like The official retweeter of the pod. I'm looking everywhere I go. Out in western looking rural Penna. <laughs> The Rural Farm Boy. And, of course, we've got some heavy hitters. <laughs> Noah Blight! Noah hasn't talked any shit in the last 24 hours, so I did mention him right away. Uh, Wade. Death. Grandma Taco. Uh, Steven. Feast or Famine. Middle phase. I think I saw Steven tweet something about his Dragon Blazer productions. Okay, all right. So he's middle. He's not feast. He's not famine, but he exists. He's right in that sweet meaty middle right now. Yeah. And, of course, the Archangel, the leader of the Four Horsemen of the Email Apocalypse, waging war against the Holy Trinity, Joshua. And Isaac... On Twitter, my buddy, my wrestling bud. <laughs> Probably, I don't know, maybe catching up. This one's a long holiday weekend. Yeah. Maybe Isaac is right there with us now. Who knows? I don't know. And, of course, the Padawans Podcasting Network. We are in a podcasting network now. Excitement running wild. Yeah. So we got the Wayfinder Pod. We have from a certain point of skew at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D. You can find Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod. Uh, Vader's thoughts at Vader thanks and the Jar Jar thanks pod at Jar Jar thanks Laura Michaela and Jess hey Michaela how's it going Michaela said I'm an honorary lesbian oh yeah 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 weren't you supposed to punch your boss in the face too wasn't that something I saw on Twitter a, oh it's a week being or taken so care of <laughs> this guy's gonna wake up with a horse head in his bed <laughs> hey you don't fuck with Michaela <laughs> Uh, so that is our listener appreciation. We do have some, you know, like I said in the last couple episodes, we got some fresh emails coming in from uh, Daryl and Michael. Mike, Michael, uh, the Ilk. I yep. only know him as the Ilk now. It's the forever ilk. tainted. The Ilk speaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, there's some other the people that I interact with on Twitter that I have a feeling listen occasionally. Yeah. So to everyone. Hello there. Yeah. And <laughs> thank, you. thank you for listening. Yeah. I can't believe we get to do this and people actually want to hear us talk about it. Yeah. Well, hopefully you don't come exclusively for the early bullshit because it's very <laughs> truncated today. <laughs> We're getting right through it. Uh, should we do the time warp? Yeah. We don't have time. Shut up. Shut up. There we go. Okay. So it's still the fucking horrible, sexy, and I know it song. Okay. We do have a new number one movie in America, though. All right. So the crappy horror movie got gone at one week and it was done. Right. Um, so it stars Mark Wahlberg and Kate Beckinsale, and it's an action movie. 
I think this was a one-week stay, too. Okay. This is that, like, post-Christmas, like, okay, we're just going to throw our crap yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. Like, the lull. This know? isn't part of a franchise, is it? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um. Oh, God. I think I remember... I remember the movie poster for this one. Isn't it something like Battle of L.A. or no, something like that? It's called Contraband. Oh, okay. Uh, big time Mark Wahlberg vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they just release anything, don't they? What's your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? That's not Boogie Nuts. He's good in he's good in the other guys. Did okay, you see that with Will yeah. Ferrell. Yeah, I saw that. That's a good one. Um, I think there's a Twin Cities joke. No, no, that's in the other one. What's the other one? They have the other guys. That's the buddy cop one. Yep. But there's another, the stepdad one. The stepdad. It's oh, yeah, yeah, Will yeah. Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a Twin Cities joke in there. Oh, what First is five it? minutes. You don't even have to watch the whole thing. I can't remember. Okay. I just know it. I'll have to tune in. <laughs> he was is, also in a movie. This is how we are in Minneapolis. Whenever we're referenced, like, slightly, we're just like, ooh, hey! they said us. <laughs> We have we have like a definite like uh, imposter syndrome here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're just used to people forgetting us. Hey, it's there's beautiful. no reason anyone internationally should know where Minnesota is. Oh no, we got some big Fortune 500 companies, baby. Well, unless it's Prince. Prince really brings yeah. people in. Fair enough. Uh, he was also good. Mark Wahlberg was also good in. I forget the name of it, but there was some movie that uh, Bree wanted to watch, so we watched it, and mm-hmm. it was about. Him and Rose Byrne, like, taking in foster kids or something like that. Hmm. He was good in that. Uh, the Fighter. The Fighter. Christian Bale. Um, that's good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's also very good at being racist. Um, <laughs> if you don't believe me, just take a look at his Wikipedia. He's full down there. He's a problematic fellow. Well, he's from Boston. It's to be expected. When you're 18 from Boston, you're probably racist. Yeah. Man. And the shitting on the East Coast oh, continues. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Well, I mean, if Eliza's a New York fan, yeah, probably not a big Boston fan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't they kind of? It's like Minnesota and Wisconsin. They, yeah, I think it's more of a sports team thing. But whatever. Alrighty, so that's your time warp. Um, I'm gonna watch Contraband this weekend. <laughs> it's really doing something to me. Should we get into the episode? We've already managed to go 14 minutes. How do we do this? This is crazy. It's insane. Should we just get into it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Do it. Hello, General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Stop this. It's the fucking Duchess. I don't care if we're in Russia, I'm letting this play game. <laughs> it honestly does sound like a Disney movie. It's great. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the this is the scene where everything's great and they're all all the characters are gathering yep. and they're hugging and kissing and people are gonna go home and have some sex. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. So how excited were you? Oh, big time. When this episode Popped up. See, now what needs to happen is we need to go to Galaxy's Edge and they need to have some woman cosplay as the Duchess. <laughs> and then that music has to play throughout the park and I get to slow dance with her while the fireworks you go would, off. I think, right in front of like the Millennium Falcon. I think in something. reality, cartoon hearts would start hovering above your oh, head. The, <laughs> yeah, the little birds would come in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, no, I was very excited. 
Did I, you have any idea this was going back to Mandalore? No. Okay. There's no no inkling of any Mandalore. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> I was not expecting it. Blindsided. Yeah. Um. So why are we on Mandalore though? So we're no longer in the Zygerian arc. We get a standalone episode for once. Yeah. Pretty crazy. We don't get these too often anymore. I forgot that this was standalone. I thought it was going to go into a different... I mean, if they want to give me more Duchess, they can yeah. give me more Duchess, but I don't think that's happening. Yeah. Um, so uh, the reason we're on Mandalore is it's the first sanctioned meeting between separatist senators and Republic senators trying to reach some common ground and hopefully end this destructive war. Okay, so what does Mandalore have to do that? Well, they are notoriously neutral, and they were chosen to host this summit. So we start off on Mandalore. Uh, we get some cool shots of the city quick, and then we're right into the Duchess's throne room, baby. And, and there she there is. There she is. Do you understand? Okay, so the Duchess is there, kind of... Um, just overseeing it. She's not really taking place in the discussions. She's just kind of there as kind of like the referee, I guess. Uh, that's the Duchess's role. Um, so the, She's playing mediator. Yeah, she's the mediator. She's the arbiter. Um, so uh, as far as senators go, we got the big three. We got Padme Amidala. We got Bail Organa. And we got Mon Mothma representing the Republic, and they also brought the Republic Guard, the Trojan horse-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guys that look like the Trojan condom yeah, logo. Yep. Yeah. It, it Also, I completely forgot about the whale guards until there, I there saw are, them in yeah, this Yeah, we one. get some whale like, guards. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm glad to see they're hanging in there. <laughs> um, still the preferred guard on Mandalore is the whale guard, <laughs> the Hartford whalers. Um, so those are your big three senators from the Republic. And in, on the separatist side of things, we got um, Flora Lady. It's like a, think of a, a Zabrak instead of, but instead of horns, they got like petals. <laughs> yeah. Her, her name too is uh, Voatel. Voatel. Yep. Come on, Vo. Let your body move. Okay. <laughs> that was a stretch. Um, we got a brain guy. Yeah, um, but he's a big brain guy. Yeah, he's a big brain guy. He looks a little, like, swollen. Yeah. <laughs> he's wide. <laughs> um, and, and I didn't know what the last one was, and literally my note just says blue. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really zoom in on blue. They Blue doesn't have any lines. Uh, I couldn't make out what blue was, so I just wrote blue. Do we have... Yeah. Do we know? No, I, I don't know. It's a great mystery. Um... So they there's did, some. They did a great job of making the uh, the separatists not look evil. Like they look just like normal. Well, I think brain guy is automatically evil looking. Yeah, but we've seen that species before, and they're not automatically evil. Are we sure about that? Well, maybe. There's the bounty hunter that was overseeing the. There clones. was the bounty hunter with uh, um, on the uh, the American Gladiators yep. episode. Was that rookies? No, it wasn't rookies. Rookies was after it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, uh, clone cadets. Yeah, as we we're introduced to Echo and all them. Yeah, we um, punches them in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Now he's a bad guy. Uh, we also saw one with Ventress flashback in the Night Sisters. Oh, that was a good one, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't a good guy. Wasn't he, he took her as a slave, as like servant. Oh, maybe I'm mixing him up with someone else. Uh, we also saw one hanging out with Greedo on the Pantoran episode. Yeah, maybe um, that helped to uh, one of the. Um, they they abducted the uh, Chichus. Oh yeah, yeah. The Chichu Chairman Chill, whatever. 
Okay, it doesn't matter. Brain guys are bad. I think I've proved my point. They're all evil. <laughs> um, so basically, there's some debate going back and forth. But the big statement we hear is Padme is asked to declare the separatist state legitimate. Like, uh, Flora Lady, she's like, hey, we're here. Are you going to declare us as a legitimate state? Padme doesn't answer the question. She kind of hesitates like, oh, crap, I can't say that. I don't have the authority for this. But luckily, she's saved. And who is she saved by? But Lux Bonitary. Now, Lux Bonitary was Mina Bonitary's son. Uh, you'll remember him as the young man that kind of flirted with Ahsoka when uh, Behind Enemy Lines. Yeah. That episode. Um, so, Lux no, is showing uh, up. Heroes on Both Sides. Heroes on Both Sides? Okay, which one was the... Behind Enemy Lines? I don't remember I think that that that's one. a Tom Clancy movie. I'm getting my, <laughs> I'm getting my n- titles Yeah, I think Owen up. Wilson's in that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I used to have a wow. <laughs> it's uh, gone. The second that... Uh, the second that Lux walks in, there's some like some you can audibly hear the separatist representatives being like, what's he doing here? And they like don't sound happy to see. Lux. Oh, no, they don't like Lux. I, I, you get the feeling that Luck has been causing some trouble. Yes. Lux has been up to and no good for anyone unfamiliar. Nina Bonateri. Nina Bonateri. Yes. It was uh, Padme's friend. Friend and she uh, was in mentor. Um, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she was in Queen's Shadow. Quite I was going to ask you if she popped up. Yeah, or not. but Padme more of allied herself with Mon Mothma and Bale. Okay, and there's a few times in that book where it references like Padme walking in on Mina, like talking to somebody on the hollow, hollow very discreetly. You can uh, guess who that is. Okay, probably Dooku. Um, but yeah, I mean they are friends, but as far as like a political ally, like they kind of went their own ways. Yeah. Um, but they still seem to have like a cordial relationship. Oh, they still had a really they play up the relationship in the book yeah. a bit. Like it, like she's like the first person that was really nice to Padme when Padme arrived and all this stuff. So Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I, I think Padme probably has some uh, protective feelings towards Lux and let's just get to our first clip and it's okay. gonna kinda cover it here. This is gonna be Lux introducing himself and he's gonna give a little speech. I have something to say about the legitimacy of the Separatists. <laughs> Why is Lux Bonteri here? He was not invited. You didn't mention that Lux Bonteri would be here. I didn't know. Sokka's very excited to see him. The Duchess gives a hell of a nod to Lux as he like walks by her throne. <laughs> oh. I stand before you, son of Mina Bonteri, loyal Separatist. A patriot. A friend. Eye contact with Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has come to my attention that my mother was murdered by Count Dooku (laughs) in cold blood. That is a lie! Remove this traitor immediately! I will not be silenced! Stop this! We would ask you to respect that we deal with this matter ourselves. No! Dooku is deceiving you! You will all be betrayed! Just like my mother. I apologize for such a rude interruption. Brain guy. Please let us continue. We can't just let them take him. He'll be killed. Do what you can, Ahsoka. But be discreet. Okay, so Padme gives Ahsoka the go-ahead to go rescue Lux. Um, obvious concerned. And they got commando droids escorting them. The good ones. Yeah, the ninja droids. Yeah, the ninja droids. They got the good guys. Um, so Lux is being escorted by the commando droids to a separatist ship. Ahsoka's following discreetly. Um, they take Lux into the ship, throw him on the ground, kind of rough-like. Um, and Dooku 
is on a hollow, of course, on a hollow. Yeah. Um, this leads to questions again about these separatist centers we discussed before, like, how, <laughs> like just the differences between like the Flora senator, who's just like clearly like somebody who has like vastly different political opinions than a lot of the Republic senators, and. Then there's like Dooku and the psychopathic generals that we've seen, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like just Mutant slavers. <laughs> um, it's insane. Like it's funny too. Like the first episode we watched was with Trench. Yeah, like that was the first separatist that we were really introduced to. A fucking tarantula really played up the the evil villain yeah. role. So I I don't. It's funny how this all goes under. Like these separatist senators, like they're fucking inept. Yeah. Like that, this goes completely unnoticed. Well, Granted, there's a Sith Lord running the Republic. The but... way—that's th- why I pointed it out. Like the way that they were like, Lu- Lux wasn't invited. The way that they were pissed off. Yeah. It made me think, like, oh, maybe they—they are not so innocent in all of this. Yeah, I think maybe they're... they are just like pretending to be cordial, but are really evil. It might just be a whole like they turn a blind eye to a lot of the ills, yeah. just for means to their ends. I mean. They would be the first politicians to do yeah, that. Shit. Uh, so Duke is on a hollow, and we're going to get a little conversation between him and Latsbana Teddy. Those are some rather strong accusations you have made. Apparently he was watching me. the whole thing. You know what you did, Duku. Do I? I have done a lot of things, young man, and choose to remember them in order of importance. The death of your mother seems to have escaped me. I will have my revenge. I think it is time we reacquaint the young senator with his mother. Kill him. Ahsoka? Okay. Lux, I think it's time to go, don't you? So Ahsoka comes in there and just force pushes the two droids, smashes them up against the wall. And then they have, like, when she says Lux, I think it's time to go, don't you? Like, they zoom in on her hand, and they just show him, like, interlock hands. Yeah. Very... They, they're playing up the tension between those two. Yeah. I also thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like, Dooku, the second he says kill him, hangs up the phone. Yeah. Like, I had to rewind it, because for a second I was like, what? did Dooku not see Ahsoka standing there? Yeah, and it know. was the second he said kill him. He He's hung up. He's a busy up. man. And then the other part that actually made me laugh <laughs> when he says kill him, both of the ninja droids went from like standing perfectly still to like, Ugh. yeah, they like, they like <laughs> they bend down like, ready position. They don't have weapons or guns either. <laughs> they're just going to strangle him. So it they're like, like creeping forward. It looks like they're ready to like wrestle. Yeah. They, like got down <laughs> yeah. in like, kind of that position. Yeah. They're like getting Greco Roman <laughs> wrestling like position, like where the, where you lock arms and scrum. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, they don't have any weapons. No. Once again, just sh- they are the wor- we mentioned it last episode last night they are the wor- the separatists are inept at executing yeah. people like it's pathetic it's never worked those commando droids too like the first few times we saw them yeah. it was like oh these are next level like yeah. these guys are not to be trifled with i feel like the last couple of times we've mm-hmm. seen them they're just like any other battle droid. we mentioned it the rookies episode yeah there was a lot of them at that base on the rookies, and they were kicking the shit out of the clones. Oh yeah, they were moving the, like a way that humans don't move. Yeah, like, they were like hanging off ceilings, ceilings and yeah. shit, and doing flips, and they're ninjas. Yeah, but like the last two appearance appearances they've made, like they're just normal droids. They seem like yeah, 
I mean, these are like they're slowly like falling apart. Like, yeah, uh, this is like, um, you know, it used to be like an American made product in a warehouse and then they, they shipped everything overseas and it comes back and it just falls apart. <laughs> you know, it's just it's not high quality engineering anymore. Yeah, they've 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 hired somebody new to build these things. And now they just suck. Yeah, they're terrible. All to save a buck. Yeah. And who's who pays <laughs> the American worker? That's who are we just turning this into a conservative conservative talk radio show now? No. <laughs> they don't want to help the American worker. I was about to bring up unions. You didn't even let me get to nah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going full left, baby. <laughs> Support your local union. I always get excited when I see somebody like on their truck, say like sheet metal workers. union. Yeah. I'm like, yes, baby. <laughs> Number three. Oh, five. Oh, man. Uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So Ahsoka shows up, force pushes the commando droids. Um, she grabs Lux by the hand. They get out of there. Multiple commando droids give chase. So Ahsoka's just kind of like force pushing them left and right. Yeah. Eventually, they run through a large group of them and just like beeline and get the fuck out of there. These droids can't hit anything either. Um, they still have they, they have not perfected droids being accurate. Any more accurate than fucking stormtroopers in A New Hope. Yeah. Like they can't hit anything. We did get to see the the... The blue royal guard kind of yeah. jump into action. Though. So yeah, uh, they get to the Republic ship to escape, and there's Captain Taggart is his name, uh, and Ahsoka's like Captain Taggart covered us. We got to get out of here, and so we get a shootout uh, between the Republic guard and the commando droids. Um, peaceful planet Mandalore too. Just oh yeah, just shoot out crashed. now. Ahsoka never busted out her lightsaber. She must have been left them in the ship. I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. Um, cause she has them later on. Yeah. So I don't know where the fuck her lightsabers were. I know on Mandalore, like the last time she was there, she had to turn them in right away. She, yeah, it's but weird. Even the whole shit with Olmec might've changed that. Well, and yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But when she, they were on her, when she gets on the, the ship, they're like hanging off of her. So why is she just force pushing everything? Is she respecting Mandalore's laws? Maybe. Very strange. Maybe she's just trying to get out of there and just run instead of fight. I guess. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe since they're unarmed, she didn't want to. Yeah. You know, it was fair. You know, they're in Greco-Roman mode. And she was just. <laughs> she gets down. Hit. Hit. <laughs> she didn't want to go fencing during the wrestling match. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fair. Yeah. All right. So they eventually get on the ship. R2's piloting, by the way. R2 fucking rules. Oh, yeah. Um, so they get on the ship. R2 takes off. And shortly after takeoff, Anakin hollows in. Um, Ahsoka kind of gives them a lowdown. Of course, Padme gave Anakin a heads up on something that was going on there. Yeah. yeah, they're just talking all the time. How much do you think they talk? I don't. I don't know what they would talk about. He does not seem like a great conversationalist. They have to have a really behind weird relationship. closed doors. That's yeah. The only conversations we've really seen from them. I'm trying to think. Like when I'm thinking about the prequels, and then I'm thinking about what we've seen so far in the Clone Wars. There's never been like. Anything with any depth. There's that one scene I mean, like, in, in Attack of the Clones in the field by like the waterfalls. Oh yeah. Where, where he, he where he where he like flashes some fascist tendencies. Yeah, he like yeah. blatantly is like, Oh no, we should go with fascism. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean there's just never it's always just like this like uh you know, just slathered up love bullshit, you know, like just the over the top romance. Yeah. We don't really get much as far as like relationship building with them. <laughs> yeah. And like in this, like the only thing I'm trying to think of, like the last interaction we've really had with him. And I think the last one that's really striking to Bell is when he was like yelling at 3PO all the time about the goddamn Jogan fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it was just like, this dude sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. He's such a dick. 
I don't know. It, it always reminds me. To, I always I was so confused in Attack of the Clones when it goes from her like kind of just saying like I shouldn't have let you kiss me. We shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. Uh, and then they like go through their adventure. And then right before getting wheeled into the stadium, she's like, I adore and love you so much. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? what? Yeah. I almost got the bends from how quickly that went. It's it the depth of their relationship rivals his relationship with the Zigerian slaving princess. <laughs> like I think there was more romance there. <laughs> they actually had like granted, she's a horrible monster, but they actually had like an actual conversation about like views and yeah. stuff. Like it's like, oh, so he can talk to people. But no, it's just, it's always just like, I bet you they get on the hall and they're just like, I love you so much. Yeah. You're so pretty. And just shit like that. It's like it's a just, teenager's relationship. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just two people that like didn't have any kind of like romantic experience. And these are the only uh, options that they're given. I think it's one person that hasn't had. Well, I don't know. Uh, Pat- after rating Queen Shadow. Well, she I had that we know we know of too. Because she had the, uh, the young diplomat boy that she tells Alan. Anakin about in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, but they were like 12, weren't they? Well, that's one relationship. Well, then again, she was like the queen of a fucking planet yeah. like two days later. And then who's the guy? Uh, I forget his name, but the guy that uh, she ends up... Scipio. She kind of rejects his advances in that. Like, he's definitely into her in that book, but she's just like, eh, I'm not feeling this. Rush Clovis. Rush Clovis. Yes. Rush Limbaugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the next book will like tell me more about it because there's going to be one more in this oh i didn't realize there's going to be another one yes okay but i kind of under the impression like that that's going to be more of like leading up to revenge of the sith oh probably overlapping there a bit because i don't know clovis is clearly into her and he like kisses her after they have like a big win in the senate i can't remember the exact bill was but she's like oh no no you got the wrong idea pal so i don't know how much they ever actually i don't know I don't know, maybe, I don't know, like I'm saying, based off that, she has very little dating experience. Okay. Well, I mean, compared to Anakin, though. Yeah. I mean, good God. Just, <laughs> where were we? Where am I? Oh, yeah, Anakin's on the hollow. <laughs> so, Anakin's like, hey, bring Bon Terry to Coruscant. We'll discuss giving a man in Steve. And then they get off the hollow, and Lux immediately pulls a blaster on his hook. And he's like, I can't do that. The music sting is so funny, too, because he pulls it and the music is like, Dum. yeah, it's a, yeah, it gets heavy right away. And then Ahsoka takes it from him and the music does exactly the yeah. same music sting. But yeah, it's, it's like almost played for comedy. Oh, yeah. Like, it is funny, too, because Lux, like, Ahsoka's like, you're not a soldier. Like, what are you yeah, doing? What are you doing? Yeah, Ahsoka's <laughs> just like immediately disarms him. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, and that's actually going to be our next clip. Let's take a listen. There it yeah, is. There it is. I can't go with you, Ahsoka. <laughs> what? I told you, I have a plan. (laughs) Shooting me is not going to be part of it. What are you doing with a gun anyhow? You're not a fighter. I'm no longer a separatist either. I won't join the Republic. What other options do you have? There is a different way. I understand everything that you've been through. I understand you feel alone. But the Republic will help you. Like they helped my mother? I've already made contact with a group on Karlak who are noble and are allied with my cause. And what cause is that? To kill Dooku. The only one you're going to get killed is yourself. I'm sorry, but I'm taking you to Coruscant. Your plan hasn't exactly been well thought out, Lux. Without me, how did you think you were going to escape those droids? Like this. 
So he shot. I'm sorry, Ahsoka. Yeah, he's got a taser. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> They're hit. It seems Ahsoka is quite exhausted. She probably should sleep it off. <laughs> God, I love R2. Um, yeah, so, okay. I don't know why he's mad at the Republic about his mother. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't have taken help from the Republic even if they offered. Yeah. Like, she was literally planets away in behind enemy lines. She was not a member of the Republic. And the Republic has been doing their damnedest to try to kill Dooku yes. this entire time. I love also going back to his initial speech on Mandalore. I love how he's like, I'm a loyal patriot. It's like, the government executed your mother. <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. <laughs> but yeah, like, what is his plan here? I mean, he does have a plan that we'll get to, but like, dude, you're like a 15-year-old Oh yeah, who's deciding to take on the entire, like, confederacy of separatist planets. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, it's crazy. This dude sucks. <laughs> like, shut it down, Lux. Go to Coruscant and become a fucking spokesman for Lux Bidet. Yeah. That's your most natural transition to having, like, an actual, like, successful life. <laughs> Become a spokesman for Lux Bidet. That's he, it. He actually seemed to have a little bit of nuance before his mother got murdered. Yeah. Like, in the last episode, he had yes. some conversations with Ahsoka where he actually seemed like... Speaking of a, a man and a woman talking to each other, they have a deeper relationship oh, based on that episode. Oh, a thousand percent. Like, yeah, like... He was really well, the way they wrote him in the first episode was great because Ahsoka had this like built in uh, idea about what a separatist is and how they're yep. evil, never thinking of their side of things. And like, then she meets like this cute boy, <laughs> this Disney and, prince. <laughs> yeah. And they have a conversation like, oh, actually, you know, this is, we see things this way. And, and they kind of came to an understanding with each other. Um, this one is just uh, all that good mojos thrown out in this episode. Yeah. This dude sucks in this episode. <laughs> like a real turd. Yeah. Like one of the top five turds we've met. Fuck Lox Bonitary. Just, just a real turd out there. Although that Lux Bidet, we got to come up with all. Like Clone Casanova's Lux Bonitary for <laughs> Lux Bidet. We are speaking this into existence. Lux Bonitary, more like Lux squeaky clean butthole. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. he may be a dumb fucking idiot. But that butthole is clean, baby. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he, when he's out being a dumb idiot, he's not uncomfortable. <laughs> he's feeling fresh. He's always renewed. Um, anyways, so uh, Ahsoka comes to, and her lightsabers are gone. And I was just like, well, I didn't know you even had them in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just force pushing shit. Um, she wakes up. Lux isn't there. She sends R2 to look for her lightsaber. So R2's rolling around. Planet's very pretty, too. Yes, just it's a very, it's a snowy planet. It's snowy in. It has a lot of trees. It almost looks like cherry blossom trees. Yeah, um, but it looks chilly. Yeah, it's nipply. Uh, but Lux is outside. It's a snow planet, like we said. Uh, Ahsoka finds a convenient parka on the ship <laughs> that they weren't planning on going. Just is like a really nice parka. <laughs> yeah, like this is one of those Canadian goose ones, yep. or whatever the fuck they're called. You know, like those really. Those really ones that cost yeah. like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, you're not going to be chilly in this. So she puts the parka on and goes outside. Um. And as she's, like, talking to Lux, like, what the hell's going on here? All of a sudden, Lux's plan shows up and starts dropping in out of the sky. It's a bunch of goddamn Mandalorians. It's the fucking Death Watch. Yeah. So, um, 
She's like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, R2 starts rolling out at this point, and she's like, no, no, no. And R2 is, like, the holding best. the lightsaber. That was the best. <laughs> like, R2 comes walking out and is, like, proud of yes. what he found. It looks like a waiter on their first day on the job, like, bringing your water. It's so like, great. Hey, I got the water. <laughs> and he, like, beeps his happy beep. So yeah. he's always like, hey, hey I, found I found him. him. Yeah. And where he found them... <laughs> It's just in a drawer. Or Lux a, put them in the first drawer he saw yeah. and just shut it. She was outside for 10 seconds before <laughs> yeah. R2 found them. She was like, R2, look for the lightsabers. Yeah. R2 literally spun around, went through a door, yeah. opened a drawer, and there they were. He didn't even put them in like the glove compartment. No. <laughs> no. You could have put them under a seat and they would have been better <laughs> hidden than this. It was, like the first, it was like the door probably where she got her parka. Yeah, and there's <laughs> nothing else in there, yeah. too. Like, pick a drawer that has some junk in it. She probably Maybe, didn't even, yeah. Find a drawer that has a couple of D batteries, like a 9 volt. You could have rolled them under the main there. console and just left them on the ground. I lost an i. I can't find my fucking iPad, by the way. Where is it? Gone. I don't know. Dude, you know what I think? I think I, like, walk, you know, I leave the door unlocked when I walk through. I think somebody fucking just walked in and was like, stole it. What? I can't find it anywhere. I wanted to read the comicsology stuff. Yeah, 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 digital comics. It's gone. I doubt someone did that. And it's dead, so I can't do the find my iPhone shit. They would have. They would have taken a lot more before an. That's I- what I'm iPad. thinking. But maybe they're just quick hitters. <laughs> it's got to be here somewhere. It's insane though. I can't find the fucking. That's thing. crazy. I hate that. Oh, I mean, it, it's 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 like seven years old at this no. point. But it's not the end of the world. I just I don't want to spend fucking. A couple hundred bucks on a tablet just to read yeah. for one app. Yep. Anyways, what, I keep getting off track. Sorry. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, the Mandalorian's Death Watch shows up. But, yeah, the R2 with the lightsabers. It was so great. Adorable. <laughs> yes. Absolutely adorable. He's the so excited. he's holding yeah. two of them. <laughs> yeah. It's great. So, one of the Mandalorians, Bo-Katan. Did you know that this was the first yeah. episode? Okay. But they don't name her in this. No, they don't. But I know that's Katie Sackhoff's voice. Yes, it is. So they must have had grander plans for her, even though they didn't really come to fruition in this episode at all. Yeah. But we got the Duchess, and we got her sister. Yeah, it's. this is what... It, that's what I was thinking. I wonder at this point if they did have the story plotted out that far down the line. If, like, in this, did they write her thinking that, oh, well, this is the Duchess's sister? Or is this just someone that, like, oh, she seems like a cool character. Later on, a story arc pops up that's like, oh, what if we made her the Duchess's sister? Yeah, I I feel like the Duchess family tree, like, Filoni really thought out a lot, like, based on that clip we played in the last episode. He kind of explains it. Like, I have long ideas about uh, Clan Carice. So, and that being said, like, they obviously had greater plans for this character because... Katie Sackhoff, like, she was in, she's in a lot of stuff. Like, she's not, um, she's not, like, an unknown talent. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's not, like, super A-list fucking, it's not like yeah. bringing Ewan McGregor in. But, I mean, I fucking know her. Like, oh, if yeah. I saw her in the street, I'd freak the fuck out. Like, I was a big Battlestar Galactica fan. She's in plenty of things. So, she's not this, like, unknown talent. So, you don't just hire her for a throwaway character with a few lines. Like, oh, yeah. you're planning on doing something with that character. Very so. true. Um, but yeah, so she is there. Um, Ahsoka covers and just like, oh, I'm his betrothed, you know. So she's pretending to be Lux's lady friend. Um, and Bo-Katan's like a little bit skinny, don't you think? And she slaps her on the ass. That's a, I wrote down like I completely forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I blank that out. Yeah, so Bo-Katan slaps Ahsoka on the ass. <laughs> like I don't. 
I don't know what they're like getting at there. Yeah. Um, but they're like, okay, we got to go to our encampment. You got to meet with the leader, blah, blah, blah. And Ahsoka's like, oh, uh, me and R2, we'll stay back. And the, and she's like, no, you're coming with. And they, two of the Mandalorians just pick R2 up. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> And what they do with them is even better. So they're being brought to the Death Watch encampment. Um, Ahsoka hopped on like a speeder bike with one of the Mandalorians. Lux is in the speeder with uh, Bo-Katan. And they took R2 as they're traversing this planet and just, like, cruising. R2, they just laid him on his back. Yeah. On the speeder itself. Yep. Like, they don't even stand him up. They just have him, like, and he doesn't even attempt to move. He's just, like, laying there. But that's that's <laughs> how they transported him in A New Hope. Okay. On Luke's land sure. speeder. Yeah. And I always thought that was hilarious the yeah. first time I noticed it. Like, 3PO's kind of sitting on the back bulkhead or whatever. Yeah. And R2's, like, strapped in, like, a piece of <laughs> luggage. It looks hilarious as they, like, they show you, like, an overhead ho- a shot of the fucking convoy. Fuck, I should have had the convoy ready. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but they show you an overhead ho- You just see R2 just, like, limply laying there. <laughs> R2 is so fucking great in this episode. Just all the time. He does no wrong. Oh, no. this is- He is a breakout in this episode. Oh, yeah. He was a breakout in last episode, too. We got two in a row. Yeah. R2 also, just fucking great. Really cool to see Mandalorians actually flying like this, too. A lot of jetpack yeah. action in this episode. Um, So they get into the Death Watch encampment, and there's, like, some droids that are, like, just haggard droids. Some of them look like battle droids. There's one really big one with, like, a giant spotlight, red spotlight yeah. on it. But they're basically being, like, killed for sport. And the thing that I took note of, too, I had to, like, rewind it and pause it. They're, like, Frankenstein together. Mm-hmm. They're, like, made up of different droid No, parts. this is, like, the island of misfit droids. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's just a bunch of, like, afterthought droids that are just, like, been fucking scrambled together by these Mandalorians. And they just... They shoot them for fun and like yeah. laugh at them and like shoot at the ground and make them dance and stuff. It's really gross. Oh, it's yeah. And it's the grim. big droid with the red spotlight, you see him get shot and he's like, "Why? Why? Why?" <laughs> and so R two like gets after they park. R two's like, "Oh God, <laughs> what is going on here?" Um, and so uh, they're like, uh, "Bo Katan's like, hey, in there, you'll meet with the leader in there." And they go into like literally, it's like a. This is like a Dothraki encampment in Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's very like prime. This is what I thought Mandalorians were. Oh, I think I mentioned that before. Like, I always thought of the Mandalorians as like Dothraki, just like just warriors that like just rape and pillage. Yeah. And that's basically what this troop is doing. Um, And I think that's uh, I think that's what Death Watch wants Mandalorians to be. But they've kind of. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be our next clip. Uh, Lux and Ahsoka are going to have a little bit of a conversation here. And then the leader, I'll let you guess who that's going to be. Uh, the leader comes in and has a chat with them. The boss will see you in there. It's Katie Sackhoff right there. She's the best. Don't ruin my plan, okay? Plan? What plan? This is a holotrace device. It can identify the origin of any hollow transmission. I knew if I accused Dooku of murder, I would be brought to face him. I can tell well, you exactly where to find him worked. all the fucking time. I know Dooku's exact location. If Death Watch moves quick enough, we can destroy him. Is that enough of a plan for you? This is not some idealistic political group. They will take the information and kill you. I knew you wouldn't understand. 
The Death Watch are murderers, sworn to destroy Jedi. You don't know what you're doing. This... Am I interrupting something? Uh, no, uh, of course not. We were just, um... It's time to talk business. It's King Soy! <laughs> Previous... Tell your woman to leave us. Of course. Now, give me what I want. Isn't that the guy from When Sweeners? I know that you will use it correctly. It Don't toy with me, boy. You see this scar? It was a parting gift from Count Dooku. If you question my resolve to destroy him again, I will give you one just like it. This device will tell you his location. Sounds Sereno at his castle. Good. That was painless, wasn't it? Now let's celebrate. Okay, so Bree Vizsla shows up. Our favorite, John Favs. Yeah. Um, now, you, you heard me call him Soy because <laughs> the first time we met him, I was like, this guy sucks, man. <laughs> He just like swings wildly with the dark saber and stuff, and I was just like, "This guy fucking sucks. He's so weak." Yeah. But he's a total dick. Like he's oh, a yeah. devious son of a bitch. Yep. Um, did we see Dooku give him the no. scar? Okay. And that's why I had to go back and I was like, "Did we miss something?" Am I? Yeah. Did... But no, like it's just implied that they had a falling out. Okay. You know, it's one of those yeah. things you had to connect the dots. This <laughs> this plan of Lux is just. This is Sucks. like this is like a fourteen year old is like, ooh, I need help. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'm gonna go to an ISIS encampment. Yes, and try to get them I just, to help I really me out. I don't know how he came across them unless they reached out to him. Yeah, I don't know. But like, also this whole like, this is a hollow tracking technology. Like, where the fuck is this, Ben? That's a game. <laughs> it's like an absolute game changer in this fucking universe. Yeah, that's like, dude, you could get so much shit done with that technology. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's no secret where Dooku hangs out. No. Uh, he's got a giant fucking castle. He's the Count of Sereno. Like, you'll find him there. If he was smart, he would have just made his way to Dathomir. Yes. And also think about this whole tracking thing. Like, you think the leader of the Separatist movement doesn't go from, like, planet to planet? Like, how long is he going to be in the place where you tracked him to? He oh. could be there another four minutes and just left. Also, why not just go to the Jedi and be like, hey, I got this thing. Like, why don't we work yes! together? <laughs> He's a loyal patriot. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, so uh, we get a scene of R2, and he's brought to, like, the droid hut. The, the, the hut of misfit droids. Um, and they're like, these two Mandalorians like, hey, you got to repair them. Uh, you know, get them ready so we can fucking shoot them again. Break yeah. them. So R2 has officially become the repair droid. Um, and there's a real hodgepodge of droids there. We do have a gonk in there. Yeah. But they all kind of gather around R2 and are like, please reassemble us. And it becomes like a chant. It's creepy. And it's a very kind of ominous way yeah. that they're speaking. Yeah. Please reassemble us. Yeah. yeah. And they're just, yeah, they're like these mindless lobotomized droids. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, I was like, is this, the, we've seen some dark shit when it comes to yeah. droids. This might be the darkest. All right, so after we get our little scene with R2 just being surrounded by the misfit droids, um, we get to Ahsoka, and she is brought to another hut um, where they keep, like, slave women, basically. Yeah. Which I find very, I mean, there's a, there's a few women in the Death Watch, um, but these, like, local women are being kept there as, like, servants, basically. Um, and Ahsoka meets uh, one of the women by the name of Trila. Um 
Now, Trila kind of looks like Tekla is if Tekla's eyes were about to fall off the side of her head. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Like... <laughs> same note really like what's going on here it looks looks like like she's like a mix she's like a moncal mated with a human and she just got the moncal eyes on like the side of her head are they tech did you look up are they human or are they a different species well i mean we meet her dad and like other villagers and they don't i mean their eyes are much more human but Tekla's like it literally looks like her face is slowly melting it reminded me of you remember when we first came out and you could make a me I mean, you could yeah. like, move their eyes yes. either like really close together or like go really yeah. far apart. No, it's like if you're playing like NBA 2K or Madden and you do your creative <laughs> yeah. character, you can like you could separate their eyes like and just move them all the way. Like <laughs> <laughs> it is a lovely woman, but it is very it's shocking when you notice it. It's just like, holy shit. Um, they are. I just looked it up. They are human. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's uh, her eyes are basically on her temples. I thought the same <laughs> thing. I was like, are they? This has got to be like a near human type yeah, species. But it's like it literally looks kind of like a Tekla reskin. Only they just took her eyes. And whereas Tekla has like very nice, perfect, lovely eyes. God, I fucking. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I played a little leather and lace. Um. So whereas Tekla has like this, you know, this very symmetrical, nice face like. Trila. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, I think it's a plant like Tekla, Trila. She's trying to be Tekla like, but she just doesn't have it. It's just so strange. It's weird. Yeah. It like, like animating that too. Like they must've been like, hey, do you intend to do that? Where does she get glasses? <laughs> that nose piece has got to be huge. <laughs> Imagine the poor son of a bitch at Lens Crafters when she walks in. <laughs> they, do, they do have some facial tattoos that remind me of, uh, like, Luminara and, and Barris. Yes. yes. Um, some diamonds. Yep. So, I don't know. Very nice people, though. I feel really bad for them yeah. in this episode. Like, awful. Like, this actually... There's been times in this show where I get, like, visceral reactions. Like, where I actually, like, feel it. And it's coming sad. up, like, I was literally sad for Trila. Yeah. Like they remind me of like they reminded me of I think there's like nomadic tribes still in like northern China and Mongolia. Sure. That live in like yurts and stuff. That's what they reminded me of. Maybe that's what they were going for. I don't really know. Um, But yeah, so uh, (laughs) so my next clip that I saved here is going to be Ahsoka talking with Trila. Um, And that's going to be our next little listen here. (laughs) Ahsoka gets chucked in there by Boca Gosh. You don't want to make them angry. They are far from Russian. <laughs> Believe me, you have no idea. What's your name? Trila. I'm Ahsoka. Where are you from? We were kidnapped from a nearby town. We are a simple people. We trust easily. And we were betrayed. We feast. Prepare the food. Your masters are hungry. Yeah, so a Mandalorian comes in and is like, yeah, it's time to feast, blah, blah, blah. And just, I don't know how many women are in there, like five or six probably. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so they're basically slaves. Um, well, and I think Death Watch's whole deal is like whoever's strongest survives. Yes. So if they can manipulate and fool 
They then, are. I mean, and that when they were first introduced to Death Watch and Pre Vizsla, like the whole thing was like Satine is a pacifist, uh, whereas Death Watch believes in like the Mandalore of old that was yes. like warmongers and you know just dominating other people that they view as weaker. Yep. Um, and the dark saber Pre Vizsla wields, and that is basically like the scepter saying like I am the true leader of Mandalore. Right. Um. I did mention a book that I read. I think it was in Revan. There was actually the Helm of Mandalore. Um, and I think that might actually... I, I mean, it's a Legends book, but I'm pretty sure before that was lost, that was canon. Like, that is what the leader of Mandalore had was the Helm. Yep. But then it was lost, and it became the Darksaber. And the Darksaber actually belonged to, like, the first Jedi Mandalorian. I think it's the only Jedi The only one. Yeah. Um, and there was actually a really cool painting in Pre Vizsla on Concordia. Yeah. He had a painting of it. Um. So we get to the feast and Ahsoka and some of the other women are serving the Mandalorians. Um, and Pre Vizsla is sitting there with poor fucking idiot Lux Bonitary, like just got them in this mess. What a fucking idiot, man. I know. He had it made in the shade. He could have gone to fucking Coruscant. He could have got some fucking death sticks. He could have fucking brought Ahsoka down to a club and slow danced with her. Hung out with a couple of Thorians down there. Yeah, just, you know, like <laughs> guttural roars and just had the time of his life. But no, he decides to go to this fucking tundra. He goes to Siberia and hangs out with a bunch of psychopathic Death Watch Mandalorians. <laughs> yeah. Who are enslaving these poor villagers. I feel like there are plenty of other groups he could have gone to. I don't know why he picked this he one. He's a fucking Jedi with him. <laughs> Who is a sworn enemy of Dooku? <laughs> right there! Ah, uh, I hate Lux Bonitary. Oh, yeah. He is not worthy of the Lux name. How many bounty hunters could he have hired? Seriously, it's not like he's poor. We've yeah, seen his house. I know. I'm sure she bequeathed him plenty of money. He lives in a goddamn castle. Yeah. He has a fucking, like, ravine area with, like, a fuck. He's got a gazebo! <laughs> He's got a fucking gazebo, okay? <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, all of a sudden, while the feast is going on, uh, the chieftain from the local village where those women are from walks in, and that's Chieftain Pitor. Um, he brings in, he, he just comes in like, I don't know, like all of a sudden like, hey, we're going to stand up for ourselves today. Yeah. Very, I mean, you don't know anything about it, but he just walks in like, hey, you, you know, you, you've taken advantage of us for far too long. You've taken our, you know, our, you've taken us slaves, you blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we want our people back and we want you out of here. And Pre Vizsla's like, okay, fine. And like, you can tell he's like, fucking with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's like, okay, tomorrow morning we'll bring the women there and uh, we'll meet you in your village and we'll get the hell out of here. We'll fulfill your wish tomorrow morning. Um, and then Lux just turns to Ahsoka, who's serving people, and Lux just kind of goes, see, they're not the butchers you make them out to be. That's the point where I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. this, is this is out of hand at this point. Like, you, like, went you in are not that dumb, Lux. Yeah. He went, like, the first thing you saw when you got into their encampment was them just, like, offing droids for fun. Yeah. And the droids, like, begging for mercy. This guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> I, is, I hate him. I really fucking hate him. <laughs> He sucks so much ass. Like, he's Nadar Veb level fucking trash. And he was a good character. Yeah. But no, he just sucks. Yep. Um, anyways, so uh, the next morning, they head there with the women, and we get our first, uh, or not our first clip, our sixth clip. Sorry, I don't know why I said first. Uh, but this is going to be at the native village here. Um, Chieftain Pitor greets them, and he thanks them, and that's going to be our clip. You have kept your word. 
We are very grateful for your understanding. Bunch of Mandalorians drop in this guy. I am a man of my word. Here is your granddaughter. As promised. So he just stabs her in the back of the dark saber. Kill them. Kill them all. And he just decides to off all the villagers for um, no reason. Yeah, and so you know, Mandalorians—they got the fucking flamethrowers. They start torching these fucking huts that are made of like straw and shit. So the yeah. place is just ablaze. Like it's morning, and it's suddenly like pitch dark out in this area. Yeah. Like it's just—it's gruesome, man. But yeah, like Trila, he throws Trila into um, the chieftain Pitor. Just throws him and then stabs her in the back. Yep. It's fucking gross, man. Yeah. I fucking hate him. Yeah. Like, I want him to die. It gave me a really uh, icky feeling. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of icky feelings lately. Yep. Um, but this one, I don't know. This one just hit me, man. Like, this poor girl. Like, yeah. I just felt awful for her. And she lived her whole life looking sideways. You yep. know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Even if he attacked her from the front, yeah. she still wouldn't have been able to see it coming. <laughs> Look up who animated. We need to find out. We need to find who animated this episode. Like, hey, what were you doing there? <laughs> like, did you just fuck something up in your code or something? And then you just like, ah, it'd be too much to go back. No one will notice. <laughs> I love how it's the first thing you pointed out too. Because <laughs> she popped up on screen. I was like, what the fuck is it's going like on? Walking here? by a fish tank. Seaman. <laughs> it's Seaman. <laughs> Uh, um, so yeah, the village is getting sh uh, torched, and Ahsoka runs over to Trila, and Trila, with like her dying breath, like pleads for Ahsoka to save them. I don't know. Ahsoka must have, like dropped like she I'm says, a Jedi, by the way. She says, "Save my people," and this is like the third epi episode in a row someone talks yeah. about their people. Yes, <laughs> I just wrote down like a lot of people talk about people. Yes. going on in this episode. <laughs> yeah. But like, did Ahsoka have a conversation with her? Like, I'm actually a Jedi. Don't worry, we're gonna figure this out. Yeah, yeah, I she don't must know. have, because I don't know why Trila thought like Ahsoka just this like timid parka lady is gonna well you know. i think she's seen i think she's seen lux and ahsoka together and she's like well i got no chance with this guy sure. so yeah. i'll just go with the better chance one um so fucking uh lux is like hey what what's going on here dur, 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 you know and previs is like hey never let the weak tell you what to do welcome to death watch um so hey at least lux has a new family if he wants it i yeah. guess um good lord um, so it's at this point where Ahsoka decides to jump into action. So she grabs like a walking stick off the ground and she fucking chucks it at a Mandalorian that's on a roof and just gets him right in the chest, <laughs> yeah. right in the fucking heart. What is it about people getting stabbed with like spears <laughs> that know. just tickles us? So I don't know. <laughs> now I will say this was a really good photo, but it, like this one was like, I was in such a bad mood about Trila oh, that yeah. I did not enjoy it to the level like fat cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this guy, he didn't have such a comedic death. He just got, like, stabbed with the spear yeah. and then, like, falls off of a roof. Yeah. No, I mean, this was not Delaney. It was a good throw. Yeah, yeah. It was not on par with Delaney <laughs> yes. or Fat Cat. Like, it wasn't that good. Um, But, yeah, so Ahsoka spears him. Um, then she grabs another one and just starts, like, knocking fools. And her parka is just gone. Yeah. Like, they don't even show her throw it off. Like, it's just gone. And she's in her just red spandex. Um. So it must be pretty chilly out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she grabs another walking stick and just starts like knocking fools on the head and just like kicking the shit out of them. But Pre Vizsla jumps in with the Darksaber and cuts her spear in half that she has. 
Um, Ahsoka dodges quite a bit, but eventually a bunch of Mandalorians hit her with the tow cables that they got, and they kind of just bring her to the ground. I forgot um, where I read it, but someone was talking about like all of the Mandalorian like gear is specifically it's because they fought with the Jedi for so long. So like all of their stuff is to combat like Jedi yeah. specifically. So like the ropes that fire from their wrists and then the fire. Cause yeah. you can't like deflect fire with a sure. lightsaber. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they fought wars against the Jedi, so they kind of, they evolved their weaponry yeah. to combat their main enemy. Um, so they actually drag her back to camp behind a speeder. Yeah. Which is fucking gross. Yeah. Um, in the snow, and she doesn't have her parka on anymore. They just tow cable her up, tie her a fucking speeder, and go back to the camp. Crazy. Yep. It's fucking gross. Kids show. Kids show. <laughs> um, on a lighter note, we get to R2 quick, and he has repaired all the droids. <laughs> R2's been working, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he was up all night fixing these droids. He's a mechanic by trade. Yeah. He's probably looking forward to the opportunity. He's a goddamn everything by trade. <laughs> yeah. He's a mechanic. He's a therapist. <laughs> he's he's a guardian. God, I love him. Yeah, he's fucking great. He's also a, a fucking like uh he's also like a spacecraft or something. I mean, you can fly around. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like a, he's like an scooter. airplane, yeah. Um so yeah, R2's repaired all uh, repaired all the droids and they're just like, "Well, how can we repay you?" They're kind of asking him like and he looks outside and he sees Ahsoka being dragged and he's just like, "Oh, we need to Help my friend here. And they're all like, we compute. So they compute, baby. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> the droid rescue is in full force. R2 just... Palpatine would have had an iron grip <laughs> on the Republic so long ago without R2. <laughs> R2 single-handedly like held the Sith at bay for millennia. Like, <laughs> the instant that little astromech was built. Just like battling the Sith, and he doesn't even know it. God, he's the best. He is the best. Um, so our next clip is going to be Ahsoka, Lux, and Pre Vizsla um, back at the camp. And let's take a listen. She's about to get executed. Now, Lux Bonteri. This does not look good. This does not look good at all. I asked you to join us in good faith, and you bring a Jedi into our camp. She wasn't meant to be here. Please, let her go. I'm afraid that's not an option. I believed you had honor. But you're just murderers. No better than Dooku. You call us murderers. And yet it was your own lust for revenge that made you seek us out. I wanted justice for my mother's death. And you shall have it. But the Jedi are no different from Dooku, and this one shall pay in part for their crimes against Mandalore. So you see, it's not murder at all. It's like you say. It's justice! So he's about to strike Ahsoka. R2 barges in. Ahsoka! Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Stop! The Jedi is mine. We're going to have a little Lux, lightsaber battle there. Get to um, so right as he's about to strike her and execute Ahsoka, R2 just barges in. I love his distraction move where he yeah. opens up every compartment. Yeah, and he also just like, he shoots out the dry ice and he's like a <laughs> DJ. <laughs> he's just like smoky in there. And so he frees Ahsoka from her bonds and hands her lightsabers. Um, so Ahsoka, right after she gets her lightsabers back, you heard that swoop. She does probably the coolest move 
It's amazing. She jumps in the air and does a flip, and she lands in the middle of, like, four Mandalorians. And she just does, like, one sweeping maneuver as she comes down and decapitates them all. I, I think she just slit their throats. I didn't see their heads go off, oh. but you saw some glowing. On I the, think you on see. I think I think the heads come off. It's like a spin attack. Yeah, it's I mean they don't awesome. show you the aftermath, but it's fucking sweet. And she hits them all like clean. Yeah, either slits their throat or takes their heads completely off. It's so great. It's one of the cooler moves we've seen. God. Oh no, I did. Uh, I just watched it. One of their heads rolled. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Real Django fetch. Yeah. Um, God, she's cool. So Ahsoka and Pre Vizsla are fighting um, in this tent that they're in, and she gets a kick in the chest, and she kind of comes to outside, and she's greeted by a shit ton of droids. The droids are there, and they're there to fight. <laughs> R2 is... Remember when R2 is the commander in the Citadel? Yeah! <laughs> the B1 says it's an honor. To, yes. It's an honor to have served you. He is a leader of bots. Like He, he is so great. He's so fucking great. Um, so we get a firefight with the droids and the Mandalorians. Um, Ahsoka continues to fight Vizsla while this is going on, and eventually she does a move where she jumps over his back and she hits his jetpack with her lightsaber. And Pre Vizsla's like, oh, nice move. And she's like, oh, I didn't miss. And he's like, what? And all of a sudden he realizes that his jetpack's about to explode. So he throws it off. It explodes. Ahsoka and him get thrown, but they're both all right. Um, and she uses that time to distract and her Lux and R2 take off in a speeder heading back to the ship. Um, bunch of Mandalorians give chase on jetpacks. Uh, Soka gets on the back of the speeder and starts deflecting a blaster shot. One of them, the first one, she, she, uh, deflects right back at the guy and hits his jetpack and he fucking just flies off in the distance and just hits the ground and explodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so yeah, so good to flex. That was a really good blaster shot. Um, one jets in at this point and tackles and starts choking her, but R2 just like comes oil onto his face <laughs> and distracts him and, and Ahsoka just throws him off. Uh, but finally the last one there is Bo-Katan and Bo-Katan gets in and they have a bit of a fist fight back and forth. Like you can tell they're playing Bo up as like this really yeah competent character. Uh, but eventually Ahsoka does knock her off, but Bo does like this really awesome thing where she tries to grab the bottom of the speeder with that kind of like Jango Fett did as he tried to, as yeah, he was slipping off of the fucking, it's um, like weird, like blade kind it's of like, like Batman with his, uh, when he's about well, to fall off the ridge with the, yeah. Um, but, uh, she doesn't, she isn't unable to hang on. So they've escaped Bo-Katan and they get back to the ship. So they take off out of there. And our last clip of the episode is going to be Ahsoka talking with Lux. <laughs> No one followed us. Good job, R2. What do you mean the escape pod has been activated? Lux. R2, the ship is yours. Lux! Lux, what are you doing? I can't go with you, Ahsoka. You... you know that. But... but we can try. Uh, try to change things together. We make a pretty good team, don't we? Don't worry. We'll meet again. I promise. Be careful, Lux. That dude's gonna be dead in 20 minutes. <laughs> He's inept. So yeah, Lux goes into probably the nicest escape pod I've ever seen. By the way, oh yeah, it's got like thrusters and everything. It like, and looks like its own ship. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, he's out of there. I don't know where the fuck he's going to go. Yeah. I mean, he can't go back to his home world, uh, Rexus Prime. I mean, that's uh, separatist territory, yeah. and they're obviously, they'd kill him on spot at this point. Yeah. He doesn't want to go to Coruscant where he'd actually be safe. <laughs> so he's just going to fly around fucking aimlessly. He'll probably end up on Tatooine and be like a fucking servant of the huts or something. <laughs> the guy's got no future. Uh, what do we have for an IMDb? Oh, that's the end of the episode, by the way. What do we got for an IMDb rating on this one? Um, IMDb, IMDb, I'll get that right one of these times. Oh, you got it. Uh, is giving a friend in need in 8.1. Hmm. So a bump up from the eight last episode? Uh, last episode was 8.2. Okay. Uh, R2 hitting home runs left and right. Oh my God. Yeah. Ahsoka. Just back to back with that guy. Ahsoka beasting, um, death watch doing horrible things. Like I am going to have a hard time liking Bo-Katan after she stands by and watches pre do that shit. So we'll see where she goes from here. Um, I enjoyed the episode quite a bit. I think as a standalone, it's uh, you know, it's great. Like yeah. this was a good standalone episode. It's no Shadow Warrior, but I'm going to give it uh, a 7.5. 7.5. Good action, R2 hitting home runs, and probably the coolest fucking decapitation of all time oh, yeah. by Ahsoka. Just taking out four Mandalorians like that. Yeah. Didn't even know it hit him. I don't know if I was just in a good mood in these last two episodes. I love this episode. I thought it was great. You, what are you giving it? 8.5. 8.5. It was great. Well, I mean, that's not that much higher than a 7.5. Just the, the Mandalorian action. Ahsoka just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. And all of the business with R2 yes. is just next level. Yeah. No, it was good stuff. I don't I think we, have, we haven't had a bad episode in a while. I know. We're on a run. <laughs> We're on a run. Always look on the light side of life. All right, light side moment of the episode. Uh, for me, I think it's when Ahsoka took the kick in the chest and flew out of the hut as she was fighting Pre Vizsla. And she looks up and she's just greeted by that giant fucking droid yeah. with the fucking red fucking fog. That guy's my favorite. Yeah, and it was just like. It was like a child's moment. It was like <laughs> these ridiculous looking droids just saving the day. I fucking loved it. I love when a group of misfits are the yes. ones that like save the day. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was great. What did you like? Uh, her spin attack. The spin it. Yeah. Okay. Her spin attack. That was like uh, in an RPG RPG when you get like enough points to like unlock the really cool move. Yes. Like this is that move. Sure. Oh, it was good stuff. It was great. It was a fucking top five coolest move we've seen. Yeah. It's up there, baby. Lots of cool moves lately. Good jumps. Yeah. We're cooking. Turn to corner. We are cooking. <laughs> if you only knew the power of the All righty. A dark side moment of the episode. Um, I'm going with Trila's death. Just fucking horrible. It was, it was honestly, it made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bummer. It was. This ridiculous the, the the hilarity of it all though. The ridiculous the most one of the most ridiculous looking cartoon characters we've seen yet. <laughs> but I legitimately felt bad for this fucking cartoon character. It was completely unwarranted, unneeded. Pre Vizsla accomplishes nothing by doing this. Nothing. It does a great job of showing us exactly who Pre Vizsla is, though. A total piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he is up there with the other, like, luminary pieces of shit that we've come to know and love in this show. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Trila's death was really sad and actually upset me. So that's my dark side moment. What's yours? I'm going to go with the big droid guy. 
oh, powering God, down yeah. and going, why? 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 <laughs> uh, it was that. Yeah, that was grim, it too. It was funny, but it was, it lots was of grim. Dark. Lots of grim in this episode. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Rex. You got to get it up. Chibata! Alright. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Um, a lot of good candidates in this one. You got all the cool droids. Um, Ahsoka dominating. Um, I am going to have to give it, though, to a character that we just were introduced to for the first time in this episode, Bo-Katan. Um, just a beast. Like, the, the fist fighting with Ahsoka was really well done. Yeah. Um, and just, like, how she almost hung on and actually, like, caught the speeder with her little fucking yeah. wrist things or whatever they are. Um, it's, it's very obvious. Like, she knows what she's doing. Yes, she's and very confident. Some of the other Mandalorians are just like... But I really hope it, like, she puts a bullet in fucking Fizzler's back at some point. Yeah. That's my hope. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it to Bo-Katan, new character. Who nice. you got? Uh, I'm going with our new friend. The big droid guy. Big droid guy. Big droid guy. Yeah. And I looked him up. He actually has a name. What's uh, his name? Battle Droid 513. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But I loved him. Yeah. And, like, you are right with your light side moment, too. The moment that Ahsoka gets, like, kicked up oh, the door. And it's he's, good. like, looking down at her. It's good. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Hey, now. You're a rock star. Get the show on. Alrighty. All star of the episode. R2. We've already sang his praises a lot, but... Yeah, I don't God, think we need to was... flesh it out much more, but just the way he immediately found the lightsabers, how he rolled out there, like, look what I found! <laughs> how he just, like, lays limply on the speeder as they're being brought to the <laughs> yeah, encampment. Yep. He repairs all these fucking droids. Uh, he fucking saves Ahsoka from being executed. Yeah. Uh, he also piloted the ship as they're getting off of Mandalore. Yep. He does it all! And second episode in a row! Yeah. Last episode, he was doing all of this stuff, too. So good. God. He, it's legit, too. This is this was originally just going to be like a joke. Yeah. But I he's know. like legitimately winning these yeah, awards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh. I'm a model. You know oh. I Alright, good hood. Who was looking hot in this episode? Um Honorable Good Hood to Ahsoka for me for the parka. That's uh, fine. That's I, yours. I picked her for that. You're going with the parka? Yep. It's a nice parka. It's a very lovely. It looks very warm. Yeah. Looks toasty. The way she was walking out, too, she looked like an, an anime character. Yeah. Like the parka and the snow and stuff. And it's like the, her hood is like clearly built for her, too. It's like I think it's her own custom parka. Yeah. yeah. Um I am going to give it to Trila, though, and the other um, local women uh, for their cool face tattoos. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, like, they got some cool vibes. Like, they look like, um, uh, you know, they, they clearly are people that have, like, some, they're, they're uh, like, her dad, or grandpa, um, he also gets a good hood. 
because he's got the really fucking crazy like Coolio hair. Yeah, it looks like he <laughs> could have borrowed his outfit and styling from yeah. Padme when she was queen on Amidala. Yeah, it looks like one of Padme's funky hairstyles. Yeah, yeah. So they got cool tattoos, they got funky hairstyles, they got some really nice warm looking gear too. Yeah. Like they are not chilly out there. I don't think we meet them again, but it is funny that like just this one group of people that live on this planet are highly stylized. Oh yeah. Um I don't know. Full respect to them. I feel really bad for her, though. Oh, yeah. That was one of the, the saddest moments yeah. I've had thus far. It was so wrong. Yep. It was so fucking wrong. And the way that she was like, we're very trusting people. We, yeah. Our mistake was trusting Pre Vizsla. And then, and then her grandpa comes in and Pre Vizsla's like, all right, I promise we'll yeah. do this. And he's like, okay. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it pretty much seems like the only way that was going to end or they just live under their enslavement forever. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. Yep. I wonder what happens to them, though, after... Because the Death Watch is still there. Yeah. And Ahsoka and Lux got the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> so they're just kind of, like, left there to fend for themselves. Like, dude, Pre Vizsla is going to go back there and just... Yeah, I'm going to choose not to think about that. Ooh, it is dark. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Some good deaths this week, but... I after last after Fat Cat I can't oh, yeah. justify doing yeah. this. The one guy that Ahsoka deflected the blaster shot in the chase though, and it he just great. like exploded in the distance like a football field away. That was funny. Uh, what do we got for a tagline on this week? All right, so this week we have friendship shows us who we really are. And you had said Obi Wan is going to get in a <laughs> sticky situation. Anakin is going to ditch him for Padme. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi will die because <laughs> of Anakin's selfishness. <laughs> so Lux, uh, if friendship shows you who you really are, Lux, a total piece of shit. Yeah. A uh, real piece of shit. What a piece of work. What he, a, did, he did a number on yeah, this. Yeah, fuck Lux Bonitaria. What do we got for a tagline on the next bad boy? Uh, next one we have, all warfare is based on deception. All warfare is based on deception. This is going to be some Palpatine pulling strings on both sides. We're going to get Sidious pulling strings on the Separatist side of things. We're going to get Palpatine pulling strings on the Republic side of things. And it's just going to be all craziness. All hell is going to break loose. <laughs> it's going to be fucking madness. And Obi-Wan Kenobi will die because of Anakin Skywalker's selfishness. <laughs> what do we got for an episode? Uh, so the next episode is just entitled Deception. Ooh. Yeah. And, and that's season four, episode 15. 15. Next in Deception. the viewing order. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, so once again, we will get to those emails in the next episode. This was a quick record. Still, <laughs> we still got about over yeah. an hour and 20. So, hey, we didn't skimp you. Yeah. But we did have to get it in. So, Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Uh, follow Michael and Daryl's example and send us an email. Yeah. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Yes. Love getting emails and reading reading them on air. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Clonecast Pod, TikTok Clonecast Pod. Leave us a five star review wherever you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate those. We'll see you next time for Deception. Until then, may the dryless eyes be with you. Frazier has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day? I'm going to see if I can hit this. Fucking Duchess!